To listen to the songs on this podcast, please connect you your Spotify, <laughs> your Spotify <laughs> account and your Anchor account so that you can listen to all the songs in full. If not, you'll get a little taster and you'll enjoy it either way. So, enjoy. You little prick. And here we go. Wiggity wiggity whack. You little prick. She was only 15 years old. Oh. I'm walking out the front door with Jerry. Fuck me, that's mad. It's the School Groove Gents. Hello and welcome to a very special episode of the School Groove Gents podcast. As always, I'm Chris McElvenny. As usual, I am Luke Davis. And it's your boy, Jamie Kay. Wiggity wiggity whack. Like I said, very special episode. This is the School Groove Box. This is all our favourite songs. We're going to do three songs each. Not sing them. Um, <laughs> one, them. Si- one singer, one song. One singer, one song. Um, no, yeah, so these are our favourite Songs. Well, we had to narrow it down. It was hard. Yeah, I wouldn't say favorite songs. But they're all three. songs that mean something. Mean to something. That's yeah, it. Well, that's the thing about music. It properly transports you. Back oh in yeah. Time to this is the thing. It'd be a pretty rubbish podcast if we were doing all these songs, and the only reason we picked them was like, oh yeah, it's a bit of a bop. Yeah. <laughs> what a banger. Yeah. <laughs> and here's this song. It's a bit of a banger. Check it out. It's a little ditty. Here we go. It'll be a ten minute podcast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, so yeah, we're, we're going to start with me, aren't we? Yeah. Um, and the first song I've picked is a song by the band The Proclaimers. Mm. Um, now, I never used to be a massive lover of The Proclaimers. Um, I knew who they were. I'd heard 500 Miles. Um, yeah, and, yeah, really good song. Um, and that was it. And a guy in work said to me, oh, do you like them? And I said, they're okay. He said, you should listen to some more of them. So I did. It was great advice. And then uh, the reason I picked this specific song um, is because it reminds me, and it wasn't that long ago, but of this summer. Um, over the summer, we sort of a semi as a house. I know us three were there. Yeah, uh, we'd gone away, hadn't we, over to, to Yorkshire? And um, oh yeah, yeah, and it was on in the car when we were yeah, driving. Yeah. And the summer's out. We'd had such a good day. It was my favourite day of summer. Yeah, and I remember just sitting in the car, driving along, and listening to the song and singing singing it with everyone, and just thinking like, not that it, it hasn't been a bad year, but it's just it's had its moments, it's had mm. its ups and downs, and I just thought, you know what, fuck me, I can't remember the last time I was this happy. Like there's, there was, was no, proper a sunny day, yeah, thirty degree. Day. We, yeah, we'd yeah. had a pint in the pub and we'd watched the we watched the World was, Cup, yeah. haven't we? Yeah. You know, it was really good. We'd seen the parade and stuff I wasn't like supporting England, by the way, but I was just watching. <laughs> <laughs> he was enjoying the ambiance. He yeah, certainly yeah. was. And we were driving back from, we'd been down by a river and we just sat and we all went in the water. And really, yeah, just what, on. what you oh, should do for lovely, summer. Yeah, it was, it was a really nice day. And we all piled back in the car and we were driving back, um, back down to Hebden. And we, um, and I put it on in the car and this, you'll hear in the song, but there's a bit when they go, Hah! And I remember looking like in my mirror and see, and everyone in the car was doing it. And I was like, you know what? I am. I cannot remember the last time I was this happy. Yeah. And it proper just brought me up, and it was a nice little moment in this year for me. So this is the Proclaimers. Let's get married. And that was "Let's Get Married" by the Reclaimers, and we had a nice little jam to that, didn't yeah, we? We all had a little sing. Oh to yeah, it and stuff like that. Yeah, that, um, that. yeah, that's it. Just puts me in a proper good mood. Like I say, like I was with you two on the day that we were in um, mm-hmm. that we were in Hebden Bridge, and. Um, I'm sure you'll agree. It was just a really nice day. Yeah, like we've listened to so many tunes and done so much stuff, and it's such a uh, a quaint little town, isn't it? Oh my God, yeah, it's, it's like lovely. a it's so cute. commune, like a hippie commune. Yeah, it's exactly <laughs> in the best way possible. Like in a really, really like it was the best place ever. I loved it so much. We went for like 
what was it like the handmaids parade handmaid parade, yeah. parade oh that was fantastic that was amazing it was all these wee kids that were dressed like animals that they made they made these uh, and there was massive ones as well yeah was big, huge, like... they were amazing like puppetry and stuff so yeah. what it is is the handmaid parade is where the community of uh of hebden bridge will come together and i think they pick a theme i think i'm right in yeah in it was that. carnival when we yes went, yes it? it was carnival yeah um, and they pick a theme and then they all make so I think they have like clubs and stuff mm-hmm. and they do it in schools and things like that and you make it at home and different stuff um, and it's just it, there was just a nice sense of togetherness there, oh God, there was, was just, the community was solid weren't they and the thing is what was so nice about the place was like they had it was such a strong community feeling but like obviously I have the most standard accent ever like you immediately know yeah. that I'm not from here as soon as I open my mouth but like everyone was just so lovely I loved them like the people I met that day were so nice yeah, to me. Yeah, they were, weren't they? It was it was nice to all of us. Yeah, and that, that little place we went up by, up by the river, was just a little spot that Erin knew that we just sort of went and sat by the river for hours. We were sat there. Because yeah. I had to, I wrapped a t-shirt around That's my head because right. I was burning. It was that hot. But it was just, it was just dead nice. And it was just driving back. We played that song and I thought, you know what, that'll, that'll stick with me. That it was, a ni- it was a nice high point of this year for me. Nice. It was. Yeah. Well, um, my first song is a Billy Joel song. This song proper, it brings me back years, and I'm talking like 2007, I think. Uh, we went on holiday. Um, actually, what am I talking about? 2005. It was so I was quite young, and we went to, we flew out to uh, Toronto. Yeah. And my mum's uh, uncle uh, lives out in lived out in Toronto. Had this massive big house, swimming pool out the back. Outside the gates of their garden was like all these softball, uh, well, like pitches, yeah. courts, court, courts. Mm, is it a court? I don't know. Don't yeah, know. field, a, a baseball field. Okay, baseball. Field. Oh, okay. Yeah, all these baseball fields, and uh, I remember. So we we were there for a week, and then we drove from Canada, Toronto to Buffalo in New York State, yeah. and uh, so we had to cross the border, but it was Canada Day. Like, so loads of people were, like, going to America or whatever. I don't know what they were doing. Going on holiday. Yeah. Um, And we were stuck at customs for hours and hours and hours. And uh, we were proper kids. I had a portable DVD player. And I had the DVD of WrestleMania 22. I know every match in that. I know every move that happens because we just watched that on repeat that holiday. But my dad bought the Billy Joel Piano Man Greatest Hits album. And like driving in the dark or sitting in the car in the dark, this CD was always on. We, all three of us, like me and my two brothers, had never even heard of Billy Joel. Uh, we knew we thought Uptown Guard was by Westlife. Okay, we, that yeah. type of thing. We had no, other than Uptown Guard, we had no idea. Um, and this album was just phenomenal. This song, uh, it's Captain Jack. It is an absolute tune. It's like a really, st- really cinematic song like you can just imagine watching a film about it um it and it's about um a guy who like takes drugs to get high he's like a young guy and like uh it's just how he like escapes from life but it's a really good song yeah. and it, uh the music in it is just incredible so this is captain jack by billy joel and that was Captain Jack by Billy Joel. What an absolute tune. What a I was cracking. I love that Billy was Joel. Cracking. I'm so lucky. I went to see Billy Joel last in the summer there, in June, oh. uh, in Old Trafford, uh, United Ground. 
It was absolutely unbelievable. The whole band just playing them songs and just sounds perfect. It's like just like an album. Listen to the album or better. Um, absolutely loved it. And when he played that tune, just so good. Like he just sits there and sings about life. Man's a man's a worker. Mm. Man. Oh yeah. He made like something like twelve albums. And I think he said he was like, "How many albums did the Beatles make? Twelve? Was it twelve? Well, that's enough for me. I, I've had my say. I'm just no man now. No one wants to hear from me, so I'll just sing my old stuff." And I was a smart young man. That's fair. That's a good Living point. Though. I like. He was that. like, I've, I, 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 "He's like, I've lived my life and I've learned my lessons, so I feel like I've nothing more to say." This is crazy for a songwriter of his caliber. Yeah. To have not really. Brought out a new album since '92 because he's obviously wrote songs since '92. The man must be doing yeah. it all the time. Do you know what I mean? But he must just keep them for himself. Mm. It's interesting that yeah. he did. Uh, have you ever seen Oliver and Company? I've heard of it. The I Disney know film. what you mean. Yeah. It's a cartoon. It's about this little cat. It's based on Oliver Twist. So um, he's in New York City. This wee orphan cat, and then the wee street rats, street rats, street cats. <laughs> pick him up and they're like oh yeah you can be part of our gang Billy Joel wrote all the songs for it and okay. the songs are epic they're really good uh, but I think that film is like in the 90s or something it's good good to watch oh, shit that's yeah. cool but Billy Joel was a gent what an absolute gent what a school boo gent mm. I suppose next up is me um, someone I've got to say uh, most of my choices for songs tonight are a bit unorthodox compared to the lads because the lads have a more Mainstream, normal maybe. taste in music than me. Mainstream. No, you don't need to say normal. Define normal. Like a, oh, well, more people have probably listened to your songs than mine. Yeah, for I've, I've heard all our songs and not yours. Like. Exactly. But, but yeah, but like not to say that my songs are worse or your songs are Definitely worse not. or anything. It's, it's all good, baby. Um, hey, baby. But my first song of the night is Thunderchild from The War of the Worlds. Um, mm. And... War of the Worlds is a really interesting thing to me. So the version of it that I'm talking about is a musical, um, which is based on the original book that was written by H.G. Wells. Um, old ass book. One of the first ever science fiction things to exist. It kind of defined oh, right, the genre okay. almost, War of the Worlds. Yes, Luke. Did it used to be um, a radio? It was that, a radio and play. When it first came out, did people think it was real? Yes, never they did. Like yes, they did. Nice. That's, that's, yeah. That's, yeah, that's, that's what that's, that's about. That's mad. And I get it. Yeah. Well, how long ago would that have been? Um, was it was a radio play. Was it the 40s that it came out? Yeah, probably around about then. Early early 20th century. I'll do a check on that. Jesus, yeah. man. But yeah, so it was. it's a defining science fiction novel, and this absolute mad lad, Jeff Wayne, who's a great composer, decided I'm going to do a musical on it, on this big, long story. And he did, and it's fantastic, and it's one of, it's one of my favourite... Um, pieces of music to listen to uh, like the whole musical i can just stick it on and listen the whole way through because it's just fantastic and it tells a story the whole way through there's no um there's not really any dialogue as such in war of the worlds there is okay. there's narration and right. there's little bits of characters talking but it's always set to music or but sound or do you mean like it's just singing in it yeah okay right loads okay. of singing I get in you. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. um one of the songs actually from the original version of war of the worlds uh the song's called forever autumn it actually got into the charts Oh, really? It actually did really well, and that song is really class. Like, it's a really good one. Very sad, though. Um, but Thunderchild is one of my favourite songs. It's one of the first ones on the album that I listened to, and, and this album has a pretty special place in my heart. 
because I remember my dad got the album roughly about the same time my sister had gone to uni. So I remember me and my dad would always be doing drives up to uni because, um, so I live in Preston and Lorna was in Manchester and my dad would need to drive to Manchester and then drive back to Preston. And my mum always said, oh, go with him, Jamie. So he's not on his own. Keep him company, mm. and I'd always be like, "Yeah, sure." And we'd always listen to music. Like I remember, we had on Absolute Eighties; that was our go-to oh, uh, radio station. Yeah. But then we also had albums on because we have things like Deezer and all that. Yeah. So oh, yeah. we'd be playing albums. And I remember on one of those journeys back to Preston, Dad put this album on. And he was like, "Have you ever listened to War of the Worlds?" I was like, "No." And he was like, "Well, we're going to listen to it," and he put it on. And I remember I was just like, "Wow, yeah, I really like this," mm-hmm. and I've kept liking it ever since. Um, Yeah, so here is Thunderchild from the musical War of the Worlds. So that was Thunderchild. Very interesting song. A very um, unusual song almost. I I really liked it. I liked it too. Did you? Oh, I'm really glad about that. That's really nice. Told a story. Literally told a story. It does, yeah. Well, that's the thing. The whole musical is is fantastic for telling this great story. And and the narrator, uh, played by the amazing Liam Neeson in the version that I'm talking about. I'm talking about the... um, there's two versions of this musical. There's the original and there's kind of like a reboot. And I'm listening to the reboot with Liam Neeson and Gary Barlow. Yeah, kind of. There's different um, themes. So the first version uses a lot of synth because that was what was in at the time. And then when this version came out, it was when dubstep was getting kind of big. So okay. they used dubstep sections in it instead of the synth sections oh, right. from the original. So because Jeff Wayne wants to keep it interesting, wants to keep mm. it changing. And I'm sure if a different style comes around in the future, you yeah. might redo it with that if he likes it. But um so yeah, so the narrator in the War of the Worlds, this version is Liam Neeson. He plays a fantastic job of telling the story, and it's ripped. His dialogue is ripped straight from the novel, and it's so descriptive, and it tells such a good story. Yeah. And, and him reading it as well, and him reading it's fantastic. Chilling. So it's great. So you like you get this story read to you, and then it leaves you with music to then go and build the story in your head. Mm. So you can listen to it, and he tells you what's going on, and then the music just plays, and you can just paint these pictures in your head, yeah. and it's fantastic. And some of the some of the songs have such amazing soundscapes, like it's just describing a, a a place, like what's happened, like a barren wasteland. But then the music adds to it so much; you can feel it, you can hear mm. it, and see it. It's absolutely fantastic. I'd recommend everybody gives War of the Worlds a listen at least once because it's well worth it. Yeah. So I checked when War of the Worlds was at, and um, it was aired. On Halloween evening in 1938. Oh, the radio broadcast? The radio radio broadcast, yeah. yeah. So everyone heard it, and because it was the first of its kind, and everyone thought this was news. Like, everyone thought this was real. You know, you're just tuning in, you're listening to it, Mm -hmm. and people were like, shit, like, this is is happening, what are we going to do? And then there was obviously a broadcast after that was like, that was... An episode of World of the World. Well, yeah. Because they have people phoning in. And of course, like, yeah. What's, what's going, going on? on? Yeah. yeah. We're in sync tonight. Those we are. Like, it's crazy. Finishing so. each other's sentences. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> uh, not That song is not on this podcast. No, it's not. That's for the next one. <laughs> so, talking yeah. of the next one. Yeah. Back to me again. This is my second song. And the song that I've picked to play is a song by the brilliant Aerosmith. Um, and the song is called Crazy. Now, I love, you know what I'm like for music. I, I mm. absolutely love music, and I have little sections of music that rep- that remind me of certain parts of my life. It plays a massive part in my life, music, because I'm I'm so, not not even thrown by it. I can't even, I don't know what the word is that I'm looking for, but, like, I invest in it quite a lot. Do you mm. know what I mean? I, I love it. Um, it. It tells good stories about sort of, like, what's going on in your life at certain times and stuff. And uh, this song... 
was um it reminds me of the year 2015 yeah. now in 2015 i'd just around it was just coming towards the end of the summer um end of august and september time and i'd just come back from a holiday with my friends in um benedorm Ah, yeah and i'd not long passed my driving test and that summer i'd been to see ed sheeran in concert and it was just didn't you have a really good summer was that the summer after leaving college or the summer before that summer before that so you were like 17 yeah so yeah i was 17 yeah um yeah yeah so yeah and uh and it was and it reminds me of that and i used to listen to i just passed my driving test and i had a little blue um, Ford Fiesta X Reds, which was really old, and mm. it, you know, it was a, it was a it was a banger. But it was it was my first car. Well, did it have a CD it. player? It did have a CD player. Happy Fantastic! Yeah, and I so, but I'd bought an aux cord because I didn't have okay. a CD for it at the time. But right. this um, was a song that was uh, put on a CD, sort of like a mixtape, throwing it back a bit there. Oh, yeah. And it's one of the most thoughtful gifts I think I've had. And um, it was a CD that was given to me for my 18th birthday. Um, and it just had loads of songs that I listened to and that I always used to sing. Yeah. I remember on my 18th birthday being, I know this sounds stupid, but being stood on the bonnet of my car up in this little place where I like to park in North Wales, um, being stood on it and um, and singing this song. And I had people in the car that were listening to it, my friends that were like listening to it and laughing with me and that. And uh, on my 18th birthday, I was given this CD and this is... Um, Track number seven on the CD, mm. and then like straight away, I've still got it in my car now. Yeah. And quite, it reminds me of driving to the beach and sitting <laughs> and watching the sunset and just being really, really happy. So, like things, things had changed, I changed, and it just reminds me of a really good time. And um, there's a line in it that uh, reminds me of like it just gives me, and it's they say you're leaving on that seven thirty train and that you're headed out to Hollywood. And I'm like, I'm going to do that one day. Yeah. I'm going to, you know, maybe, I, I want maybe to. get a later train so you don't have, you have a bit of a lion. Yeah, seven thirty would be a bit. Oof. Or in the evening, maybe. I don't know. Oh yeah, because yeah. that's a nice. That's like yeah. a late night train. That's pretty sexy. Yeah, yeah. It is. I like nighttime that. in the LA. Yeah, staring out the lights going past. Oh, the lights. oh, yeah. oh that's fantastic! Oh. Very cinematic. I that's like me. that. And uh, I always play this song um, at like poignant moments in my life. I remember when I left my hometown of Bagel and drove down to Manchester to move here. It was the first time I'd moved away from there. I got in the car, I was leaving and I was going to pursue my dreams, you know, and if I put this song on and say you leave that, boom, listen to it. And it makes me a little bit emotional at certain times when I listen to it. And I'm always a bit like, oh, fucking hell. Like, mm. I love this song. This is up there with one of my favourite songs that I have ever listened to. And this is Crazy by Aerosmith. So that, ladies and gentlemen, was... Crazy by Aerosmith, and again, even just sitting listening to it, I just love it so much. Yeah, you just yeah, like bring that. and all Aerosmith and Bon Jovi as well. Another one mm. that I love always by Bon Jovi does the same for me. Yeah. Great song, um, but yeah, like I say, this it's a CD that I've got in my car, and I'll keep it. I will keep that CD. It's got it, it's all handmade, all of it. So there's a little picture of my car drawn yeah. on the CD, and all the numbers and that are written on the back. And there's some absolute bangers on yeah. it. I mean, if it was released, I'd buy it. That song, crazy. The first time I heard that, and this is awful. Uh, the first time I heard that song, it was in a Glee mashup with a Britney Spears song saying, um, oh, uh, fuck, I can't remember. Uh, uh, crazy for you. Um, so it's like, baby, I'm so into you. Blah, 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 blah. Um, I'm in too deep. You know I'm crazy. That one. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, tune. Um, what, and they went into Crazy by Aerosmith? It was mashed up. 
And I was like, oh, fuck. I wonder what them song, songs sound like by themselves. The Britney Spears one was a Britney Spears song. Like, yeah. uh, but then Crazy Virus, I was like, ooh, baby. Yeah, that is a banger. Have you seen the music video? That's, have you seen I the music video? No, it's neither great. have I. It's, uh, it's Steven Tyler pulling up outside of school in a car. And uh, this girl, so like the start of it's all quiet. And this girl is like, stands up from her seat in class. Pulls her skirt down because it's a little bit too high. Totters out, climbs out one of the windows, and then looks. And Steve Tyler goes, "Come here, baby!" And then the oh, boy, yeah. and she comes and jumps over the car, and they get and they drive off in this red um, in this red convertible sports car. Wow. And it was, I'm just like, "You cool motherfucker!" But yeah, me, very, me very and my cool. little clapped out fiesta. That's who I thought I was. Yeah. And coming to the come here, baby, and then all the time she's very gone good. mad. But I absolutely love that song. Honestly, it really it does a lot for me. That I really, really love that song. Yeah, it's a tune. It is. And uh, what's that noise? Sounds like a Segway. Yeah, I'm next. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, I was sat there and thinking, what? Who's, who's here now? I know. <laughs> I was with, oh, <laughs> our special guest tonight. <laughs> no one. Um, my next song is Frank Sinatra's Summer Wind. Wowee. Wowee. Like, Frank Sinatra, you say the name, you know what you're getting like. Yeah. And it's going to be perfect. It's just going to be so nice and just so over time. That swing music and that slow, like, um, the, the, the way that the songs are written yeah. are, like, perfect for, like, a big band. Like, all the instruments just put together and just sound so good. And then a little bit of piano over the top. Oh, yeah, it's fantastic. Geistic. They do not make them like they used to. No, they really don't. Like, they really don't. They don't. They really no one don't, makes yeah. music like that anymore. Mm. And... But see, I, I don't have a problem with that because I'm fine with having all the music all, how it is and just like, yep, yeah, that's perfect. Yeah, the classics. And we have that forever. Because like, they are classics. Yes. Yeah, 100%. And I feel that... I've lost it. My head's gone. Okay. Oh, well, there we go. Yeah, no, Summer Wind is my mum's favourite song. Oh. Uh, which I didn't know until a few years ago. She has a few favourite songs. Yeah. She's kind of like... Comes on and she tells me favourite. That's my favourite. <laughs> that YMCA by the village people. <laughs> Talking about them. Um, yeah, no, uh, Summer Wind. No, she really does love this song. And uh, I, we, I went to America last summer and we were in Berkeley, besides San Francisco, Berkeley, where all the, the University of California is. Uh, we were at this like proper student bar having pictures of Bud Light, watching the baseball, and it was karaoke in the back. So I'm saying, well, Sing her songs, and I get up and do Summer Wind. First time ever singing it, I was like, "Oh shit, what a!" Because I forgot how good a tune it was. Yeah, I was like, "Oh, I love this song so much." So, uh, at my brother's wedding, I ended up having to sing it uh, at the afters. I thought about singing at the wedding. Yeah. Then the next day, they had like a party. They booked out like a room in a in a bar for a party. And you just the ones to call it a day, you Irish, do oh, you? No, definitely not. We went the next day as well. <laughs> An Irish oh, wedding. Of course, you did. Irish wedding's a week affair. Hundred percent. But yeah, Summer Wind, Frank Sinatra, the voice, the man, absolute legend. Uh, this is Summer Wind by Frank Sinatra. And that was <laughs> Frank Sinatra, Summer Wind, if you didn't know otherwise. In case you didn't catch it before. That's <laughs> <laughs> um, such a tune. You know, I love that era of music. And sitting here, Luke Davis just said, we're like the rap pack here. Sitting like, here, having, a, having a, few, uh, a few vodkas now. Yeah. A chill uh, chat, yes. few tunes. Exactly. Love it. it is. Yeah, having a great time. We're loving this podcast. We are. Yeah, we are. I, don't, I don't care if you are, to be honest. Yeah, I'm having a great time. Great time. Great time. Um, 
yeah, that's in. Banger. Absolute banger. Right. Um, oh, the segue's just gone. Ah, you messed it. Uh, but uh, anyway, here's, here's my second song. Uh, to anyone who kind of knows me, this won't be much of a surprise, but this is a, a little tune from a Star Wars film. What? Yeah, that's crazy. I'm a big Star Wars fan. Huge Star actually? Wars, isn't it? Oh, big time. Well, you should have oh, said. Big time. Mm-hmm. I should have done, you know. I feel like I don't mention it enough. And uh, so this song specifically is from Star Wars The Last Jedi, which is the most recent uh, mainline Star Wars film to come out. A uh, bit of a divisive film. Uh, you know, some people thought it was very disappointing. Some people liked it. I thought it was a bit disappointing, but also really liked it. So <laughs> It was a Marmite movie. Like, Ooh, yeah, it was a bit of a Marmite movie. But see, this is the thing. I really like uh, it too. And, it and I'm not really like... like I, I like the new Star Wars. Star Wars is... But yeah, I do, because like they're more watchable. Whereas the other ones, like the really old ones, it just kind of looks shit. And okay, I, 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 could, I could, I've been wanting to talk about that exact thing for ages on the podcast, but I'll save it for a longer save one. I'll it, save it for it. a talky one. But you absolutely love Star Wars. I do. I and grew Jamie, up with Star Wars. It's in my blood a little bit. Actually. Jamie loves Star Wars that much. He insists on walking around the house and calling me Luke. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's crazy. crazy. Can't stop doing it. I can't believe he's actually your dad. <laughs> Luke, I am your father. <laughs> Darth Vader. He doesn't actually say, Luke, I am your father. He says, no, I am your father. Oh, yeah. But everyone just oh, misquotes shut it. Shut the fuck up, Chris. Chris. <laughs> it's, a, it's a bit of a misquote, to be honest. Oh, um, misquote. But anyway, so this song in particular, it's called The Battle of Crate. It's set to a awesome uh, set piece in the film, this big action section that comes right at the end of the film, the climax of the Was film. That, like the dusty one? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's a bit, there's a few things about it that disappoint me. Uh, some of the things, like it's, the scene is essentially a rip-off from a scene in one of the other Star Wars films. So it's a bit unimaginative. Um it's a bit messy what, what at times. What Star Wars was that? Uh, that was Empire Strikes Back. It's oh. a callback to the um, Battle of Hoth in that film. Anyways, okay. uh, but either way, the music is fantastic. The music, there are so many different songs within this piece of music. Yeah, I love that. It, it goes to so many different places and different characters' themes play and themes from other films play. But there's also new ones in there when it all just flows together so naturally perfect harmony yeah and it works in such a way that i can listen to this piece of music and i can watch the whole scene in my head because i know exactly what happens at exactly every piece of music that starts and it's just fantastic this song just takes me away every single time i listen to it even if i wasn't such a big fan of the film there's something in this song and the fact that it's an amalgamation of all different star wars songs that i love just I absolutely love it. Amalgamation. You stop eating them dictionaries, you. Ah, well, what can I say? I like to pretend I'm smart sometimes. (laughs) So, without further ado, this is The Battle of Crate by John Williams. So, that was The Battle of Crate by John Williams. A fantastic little piece of music, in my mind anyway. I love... Well, yeah, it's a a long piece of music. That's really good, though. Piece of music. It's so good. Well, you didn't write it. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean. I appreciate Um, people appreciating my music. I always get very nervous about showing people the music that I like. Uh, Well, no, you can't be. I'm tired of their own opinion, and and you never know what people might like. Yeah, Chris listens to Westlife. Obviously, Westlife's good though. Yeah, but I'm Irish. (laughs) (laughs) What else we're gonna listen to? Um, but yeah, just no, but a, that piece of music was probably good because you can hear all the little bits from like the old ones, like the you can hear the Death Star run, run and all kinds yeah. of stuff like that. Like, that's one of my favorite. That's clever, right? Because that's got such a little, there's a little trumpet bit that just starts it off where it just like the trumpet goes up and goes down. It's, oh, it's a little <laughs> See, little 
no, flourishes that I love. All of that means nothing to me because I've never seen a Star Wars film. Irrespective of that, you Sorry? think irrespective of that, Shame. <laughs> he's been giving me them uh, dictionaries, can't eat them all. Um, <laughs> <laughs> giving you what? Dictionaries. <laughs> oh, right. oh, come off it. Uh, it's a family-friendly um, podcast. Sorry, that was um, yeah, you think about it, like when these composers are writing these pieces of music, they're writing for like a hundred people because each each um, instrument has their own piece of orchestration. Music. Yeah, so it's like a hundred different songs. Do you know what I mean? And then put together, it's one big full. Like that's what's amazing about orchestral music. It's just same twelve chords played in several different ways. That's it, man. Yep, exactly that. Yeah. Yeah, so sorry, you, everyone was just looking at me then, and yeah. it's on to me for my oh, Sorry, third. the segue went. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We it can't again. use it anymore. For my third and final song. Now, this song reminds me of turning into a young adult, turning into being a teenager. It reminds me of dingy, dirty little house parties and my best friends, like my friends from back home who... You know, I'm sure it's one of those things when you're growing up that your friends are the people who help raise you. It's not just your parents. It's your, you know, the people who you go through everything More so with. the people around you. Yeah, you know, friends. the they things... They define who you are. They, do, oh, they certainly do, and I, I am forever thankful for the people who my... For the, for the things my friends did and the person who they've helped me to be. Mm. Or the people who've helped me to be sometimes, you know what I get like. <laughs> and, and, but the people that you've helped them to be as well. A hundred percent, and it just... It just takes me back to that. And, and I mean, even now, and it'll still happen now, we'll be on nights out, we'll be in house parties, we'll be somewhere and this song will come on. And I could be outside having a conversation and I'll be like, listen, I'm sorry, I've really got to go. And I remember at one of my best mate's weddings, Jordan, my friend Jordan, who got married to the lovely Amy earlier this year. And um, yeah, it was... I've never heard you call him that. Jordan. Yeah. It's Jordan. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, uh, he, got, he got married to... Uh, the love of his life back in July this year. And mm. there was a moment, like, obviously, when we were all 14, 15, 16, sort of thing, we were all very close. We were in each other's houses every weekend. We were at parties. We were at, you know, little parties in pubs that used to let us drink and we'd be getting steaming and just up to no good. It was, um, like, adolescence mm. and um, rebellion and just doing, the, thinking, fuck it, we're going to try this, we're going to do that. Mm. And just loads of girls as well and falling in and out of love with them and this, that and the other. And this song just encapsulates my my adolescent and my teenage years. Um, so, ladies and gentlemen, if you would please stand for the anthem, this is Mr. Brightside. That was Mr. Brightside by The Killers. And what an absolute tune that is. I mean, we were all singing our little hearts out in the studio yeah. then, weren't we? We loved that proper. Oh, that is a bang, so yeah. it's that's a, a, You've got to sing your heart out to it. That's a grab your mate song like yeah. when you're in the nightclub you can't be by yourself that that's song. it and, and I, even if you are like everyone's singing it like everyone's singing that song one right? thing that, that song just like makes me it's just people arm in arm in a nightclub you don't care who it is who you with even in Manchester it'll come on and you all do the same as my friends from back home mm. I mean I can be out chatting to someone outside whatever and it'll be where's Dunk where's Dunk and then that's it and then they'll, they'll just have me and like I say being stood at George's wedding with all my closest friends and the, no, the family there and mm. just being stood and all of us singing that song. And it was kind of, um, what's the word I'm looking for? What? Cathartic? Meaningful? Yeah. Poignant. Poignant. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Poignant. 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 yeah good yeah. word. Um, yeah. All of us being, <laughs> that's a seven. <laughs> <laughs> all of us being stood together and listening to that. It felt like 
it was the end of something. Do you know what I mean? As in, we'd all, we'd grown up on our first mate of all of that. We got married. We were all living in different parts of the country mm. now. And there was just a moment where I sort of stood and watched them all as it had finished. And I was just like, I fucking love them people. Like, yeah. And it took me back to, like I say, all the house parties in that. Then even listening to it took me back to um, a friend of ours who used to have house parties at her house every weekend, like all the time. And, they, and she had a killer CD. So after, um, Mr. Brightside would stop playing when you were young, but the killers would start oh, playing, which is another, another banger, banger, yeah. <sighs> and we just stay and we just sing the whole thing, and it was like, like I say, it just it just captures my my uh, my adolescent that my mm. adolescent years. It really does. Um, such a, a fucking brilliant song. Oh, I fantastic, yeah, fantastic. That's a brilliant song. My favorite song of all time. Oh, this is back. The oh, third, the segue's back. My third and final tune is a little song called Beeswing by Christy Moore. And uh, holy fuck, this song. We are going to be singing along to this song. 100%. Uh, should, should we let it speak for itself and do the talking after? I feel like it's due that. It can do that, these way. Absolutely. This is Christy Moore, live, Dublin, 2006. It's Bees Wing. Wow, 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 wow. That fucking tune every is time. so Wowie. good. And it's that guitar bit at the end just gets me every time. It's fucking phenomenal. Christy Moore. He's just, he's like a national treasure in Ireland. Like anyone, it's like the soundtrack. Christy Moore's like the soundtrack to anyone who's ever left Ireland and don't live in Ireland anymore. Christy will come with you anywhere you go. Like people in Australia listen to Christy Moore. People in America, all over the world listen to Christy Moore. These are Irish at heart people yeah. or Irish people. Um, You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. So good. Christy Moore. That song, I'd never heard that song until uh, the 29th of May, 2014. I'd never heard it. And we had got tickets to go see Christy Moore in the Waterfront Hall in Belfast. Me, myself, uh, my two brothers and my dad. My brother knew like every word to like, most songs. I knew some of them. And he started with Beeswing. He just heard ding, 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 and I was just like, okay, just sat back. And like, do you ever hear like a like? It's very, very rare that you hear a song that immediate, immediately you're like, that is my fucking favorite song of all time. That's a rarity. Made it happen to soon that wee guitar bit with Declan Sinnott on the electric guitar. Wow! Like electric acoustic, <laughs> electric acoustic <laughs> guitar. Easy to <laughs> very nice yeah, very work. well done yeah. what a knobhead uh, wow no, you right. yourself off there yeah you did as soon as they finished the song I was just like holy fuck that is that is it that's my tune that's my soundtrack to my life and it has been ever since um, that song it's so strange like it like if I listen to it if I want to remember like sad things it will make me sad if I want to be happy, I can play that and fucking jam out to that. And I love that tune. Like, it, it works for any occasion, that song. It's my party piece, obviously, when yeah. family parties are made to sing. St. B's Wing. And it's just my favourite of all time. And you know what? It, it makes me so happy when, like, I moved to Newcastle. And that was, like, a few months after hearing this song and just loving it. And not, never listening to anything pretty much but that every single day. Um... It was the 2006 Live in Dublin version because that's what I heard. Well, it's not exactly what I heard, but I heard live and that's the exact way I remembered it. And uh, it's my favourite version of the song. 
And when I moved to Newcastle, I kept listening to it. All my housemates who were from, Jesus, we had Scotland, Nigeria, Afghanistan, South Africa, um, Durham, Birmingham. Not the UN in your And house. Belfast. <laughs> Crazy. Like, we had it all. And uh, they were all singing Beeswing. Like, like when I, because it was just always with me, that song. I just listened to it all the time. So they knew it. They knew the song, knew it was my party piece. People in uni, when I was in Newcastle, knew it, knew that song, knew the words. Then I came here, and now you all know that song. And like I put it on, everyone will sing, and I was like, holy fuck, how crazy is that? That has literally been my, the soundtrack to my life ever since I said that it would be. That's and crazy. Yeah, that's just one of them songs that I'll just never stop listening to oh, it's, a, it's a fucking cracking song yeah. I mean when we heard it now we know all the words so oh yeah we sing along with oh, this and, and then we're going to take it on and pass it on even more because yeah, we're going to keep listening exactly. to it spread the word make Christy yeah. more millions 100% because that song it um, it's so it, it, it was written by an English guy Richard Thompson uh, his version his original version is quite different to that it's like quite uh more folky, like upbeat kind of thing. Um, whereas Christie's is nice and slowed down, tells the story. And uh, that song just sounds so Irish to me. Like when I think of Ireland, I think of Beeswing. Because it's just like, you know, like that guitar, just the way it plays and his voice is more Irish than you could ever think of. Leprechauns, he is more Irish. Um, <laughs> and yeah, it, it just... Makes me happy. I I love the fact that I'm Irish, and then to pass on <coughs> Irish songs such as this, and a guy like Christy Moore with the voice of an angel, I love it. Hmm. Good stuff. Very good. Is that segue again? Oh, here he is. There he is. Nearly bumped into me. Bastard. Um, my third and final song is "The Bells of Notre Dame" from the Disney film "The Hunchback of Notre Dame." Uh, I. It, this is my favourite Disney film uh, by a million hundred miles. It's got some really rough bits. It's got some bits that I maybe don't like, but of pound for pound. No, not of the oh, song, of, of the, the film. film. But a pound for pound, I think this film is goddamn fantastic. It is good. I'd never seen it until you showed me it uh, a few months ago. Well, I'm going to make you watch it. It's a, it's a, it is good. You have it to. It's, it, I think it's great. Chins like This song's fantastic, but the music in it all the way through is is brilliant. Isn't it written by the same guy who wrote Beauty and the Beast? Alan Menken? Yeah. Yep. I, uh, I actually know a joke about the Hunchback and Notre Dame. Oh, go for it. Yeah, hit <laughs> us with it. Um, so Quasimodo yeah. walks yep. into a bar and says, uh, says to the barman, yeah, in the bar. <laughs> Where else? <laughs> I'd be cleaning tables. No, Quasimodo walks into a bar and says to the barman behind the bar, I'll have a whiskey, please. The barman said, Bell's all right. He said, mind your fucking business. <laughs> <laughs> oh Jesus I don't think there's any better way to go right into this one um, I'll talk about it maybe a bit more afterwards but here is The Bells of Notre Dame from the Disney film The Hunchback of Notre Dame so amongst many other reasons things like the orchestration and the vocal work in that song that are absolutely amazing they're so fantastic the main reason why this song sticks with me and why it's one of my favourite songs is the fact that when the end kicks off and the bells start coming in and all the ensemble and the lead singer and it all just escalates and it builds up to this massive, awesome cacophony at the end of the song. And I just get this feeling in my gut. I get this little rush. 
and it is fantastic. Every single time I hear that song, I can feel it, and I and I get shivers. Sounds mm. like IBS. That bit. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, I'm, try, I'm trying no, to say a nice I, thing. I, I know what you mean. You know, but uh, do you know it's crazy when you think like because I like musicals now. Like uh, like when I when I was like seventeen, I started doing them, and I'd never really had any interest in them before that. What are you laughing at? <laughs> I'm just laughing. It's good times. Um, <laughs> and uh, like I didn't really listen to many of the old movies that I used to watch as a kid. So now when I watch like the likes of uh, Hunchback in Notre Dame, uh, like what else? Beauty <laughs> and the Beast. Yeah, Beauty and the Beast especially. Uh, not the shit on Hunchback, but um, Aladdin's a cracking Aladdin, one too. Aladdin's yeah. phenomenal. Tarzan. It's, Tarzan. Mulan. Well, yeah, no, no, Phil Collins. You've not Mulan. seen Mulan, have you? No, I haven't. Oh, that's but, dying. But the proper musicals, like just the way a stage musical goes, but like animated so they can do so much more. It's amazing. Yeah, it's um, fantastic. And the music is incredible. And you have a real appreciation of it when you start singing these types of songs. All the harmonies in them. And then you have a band with you, and they're like fucking doing all different stuff at once. It's fucking amazing. So that, ladies and gentlemen, draws to an end our three individual songs, doesn't it? It, it, it does. Yeah. That's what we said. We'd yeah. bring in yeah. three each and talk about what they meant to us. And then I said, should we do a School Grove song? We've lived with the three lads and the three girls, Amy, Millie and Alicia, who we live with as well. Um, we've lived together for, coming up for two years now. Yeah. And... It's been a roller coaster. It's been great fun, and yeah, it's, it's sad. Class. It's sad that this year it comes to an end. I so we, don't, we don't really want to talk about it, do we? No. no. But I said, let's pick a song that reminds us three of being like us three of the six of us, and and what and reminds us of all being together and being in the house, or or not in the house in this case. But um, I once came home and said to the guys, "Oh, listen, listen to this song. I love it. I've mm. heard it." Heard it on one of the outtakes of Peter Kay's car share. I thought, that's a, that's a tune. I'm going to listen to that. Listen to it. I knew the song. Brought it back to the house. And it just gets you really pumped yeah, and going, doesn't 100%. it? And then Alicia, so we decided on this song and Alicia came in before. Um, and I said, Alicia, if you could pick one song that would um, remind you of all of us living together and all of us being in the house, what song would it be? And she said, it would be Gloria by mm. Laura Branigan. And that is the song that we've chosen for our final song as a group of three, we all agreed on this as the school groove gents and said yeah. that this would be our, our school grove song. Yeah. Um, it reminds school me groove song. school groove song. It's what we get our groove on to. Right? It really yeah, is. Really is. Oh yeah. We, we it, go hyper for this mornings song. before you need, yeah. I get to go on. Well, when we, I used to drive into uni last yeah. year, every morning we'd get out the boys in one car, girls in the other car. And we'd pull both up cars. And, yeah, both cars. We'd pull up at lights next to each other and we'd yeah. both we'd all be singing Gloria. Yeah. And yeah. the little da, 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 at the beginning we'd all do little fake punches, wouldn't we? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Proper dance routines going yeah. through it. And it's a great song, it's a feel-good song. It gets it you, is. it's from the musical um Flash Dance. Flash Dance, that's it. Um well done, lads. Because um, I'd have just sat there and gone, from <laughs> and waited because I didn't know it was from. Um but yeah, um, I hope you all enjoy it as much as we enjoy listening yeah, to this it. Yeah, this is a tune. This is Gloria by Laura Branigan. Bl- <laughs> 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 nice one. Here go again. Just, just play this the tape. is Gloria by Laura Branigan. There we go. Flawless. So that was Gloria by <laughs> Laura Branigan, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, Gloria by Laura Branigan. Great. <laughs> oh, oh my God. God. Oh, Laura. Laura. No, Laura. Gloria by Laura Branigan. Was there the we go. 
give her the credit she deserves. But yeah, wow. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Laura Braddock. No, no, that is her name. <laughs> Yeah, fuck it. Yeah. But um yeah, like I said, one of our favourite sites. It'll always remind me of School Grove that and being together in the house. Yeah. Um but this has been a brilliant podcast. I've loved this. This yeah, has been I really, really good enjoyed fun. This. It's been a goddamn blast. It this has podcast. Been a, it has been a blast. It's it has. Good fun and nice to see a, a nice little insight, isn't it, into people's lives listening to the songs that they listen to. Yeah, hundred percent and stuff like that. You're getting all sentimental. Ooh. No, but it's nice, like because each person has music affects everyone's life, and like it's so intre- it's so important to people, so important to me and oh, and yeah, of course. Like of course. it's such an important thing about life that kind of just like, what other thing can bring you right back in time to where you were uh, when you heard this song, and you yeah. know exactly what happened. You can imagine everything. I feel that smells do the same thing. Yeah, yeah. So it, oh, you yeah. can smell like a fire or so. A bonfire night does it every time. Well, they say oh, that. Yeah. They say eyesight's one of your weakest senses. All your others are better at like recalling memories. Though. Oh yeah. So listen to things and smell things, kids, and stay in school, and not drugs. Don't yeah, don't. There you go. Yeah, smell them. Not don't not, sniff not them. Not porn and uh, not drugs. Just yeah. smell and sniff nice things. Uh, sm- uh, look at and <laughs> no, things. don't sniff anything. Yeah, Music's them. really good. Just everybody, flowers music. And stuff. music, music is makes really the world go round. It's fantastic. It does, and uh, yeah. So this has been great fun. We'll probably do another one yeah. sometime in the future. If yeah. if you like it, you know, let us know. I look thing. forward to it. Shall be good. Yeah. Right. Peace up. A time. He's a bunch of bastards. <laughs>